This six-sided clay prism is one of the most amazing discoveries of archaeology in the Middle East. Let me explain to you why that's the case. The Assyrians of Mesopotamia were the number one superpower in the Middle East from 933 to 612 BC. Now the following event took place during the reign of one of their kings called Sennacherib. He was the king of Assyria from 705 to 681 BC. At the height of the power, the Assyrians ruled from Egypt to Turkey and Mesopotamia right down to the Persian Gulf. Naturally, in an empire this large, revolts would break out. And one such revolt was in Jerusalem, when King Hezekiah of Judah, that's the southern part of Israel, this king refused to pay his taxes to the Assyrians. And as a result, around 700 BC, Sennacherib came down to Judah and he attacked them to put down this revolt. Now Isaiah, whose book was originally written around 700 BC, records this Assyrian campaign. We'll read it from the ancient biblical manuscripts. Now it came to pass in the 14th year of King Hezekiah that Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and he took them. Then the king of Assyria sent the Rabshakeh, that's the chief of the army staff, with a great army from Lachish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. And he stood by the aqueduct, that's the water tunnel, from the upper pool on the highway to the Fuller's Field. That's found in Isaiah 36 verse 1 and 2. Now more details of this campaign are given in 2 Kings. Notice what the Bible continues as we read it. Hezekiah made the pool and the conduit or the water tunnel and he brought water into the city. 2 Kings 20 verse 20. But it goes on. Then Hezekiah the king of Judah sent to the king of Assyria who was at Lachish saying, I've done wrong. In other words, I should have paid my taxes, king. So turn away from me. Whatever you impose on me, I will pay. And the king of Assyria assessed Hezekiah, king of Judah, 300 talents of silver and 30 talents of gold. So Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord, that's the temple, and in the treasuries of the king's house. 2 Kings 18, verse 14 and 15. So notice what the biblical record says about this attack of Sennacherib that we've just read. Number one, Hezekiah was the king of Judah at that time. Number two, the Bible mentions Sennacherib, the king of Assyria by name. Thirdly, it mentions a water tunnel. Now, the Assyrians were ruthless at this time, to say the least. You could well call them the terrorists of the ancient world. You see, they would skin a man alive, as you can see on this image from their attack on the quiche. They would impale them on stakes and cut off body parts while they were still alive. And they would decapitate them. They were absolutely ruthless. So you can imagine when King Hezekiah realized that the mighty Assyrians were at the back door, he did what any sane person would do. He prayed. You see, there are no atheists in foxholes, they say. He said, help us, God. So God sent a message to the prophet Isaiah in answer to the prayer of the king. You see, he gave Hezekiah the following prophecy. Notice what the Bible says. Notice the prediction. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent to Hezekiah, saying, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Because you have prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Assyria, 
This is the word which the Lord has spoken concerning him. Therefore thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, He shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield, nor build a siege mound against it. Isaiah chapter 37, verse 21, 22 and 33. So notice now, the biblical record predicted the following. No arrow would come into Jerusalem. Now the Bible then goes on to record that 185,000 Assyrian soldiers were mysteriously killed or died outside Jerusalem during the night. And as a result, Sennacherib had to go back home to Nineveh in Assyria with his tail between his legs. But one day, while he was worshipping Nisroch his god, the Bible tells us, he was assassinated by his sons Adremelech and Shereza, and then another son, Azahaddon, became the king of Assyria. Now, let's turn to see some incredible and amazing discoveries that archaeologists have made concerning this military campaign. You see, first of all, this prism. There are actually three copies that we have discovered. They were all made by Sennacherib. One is in the British Museum in London, another's in the Israeli Museum in Jerusalem, and the third's in the Chicago Oriental Museum in the United States. But they all mention both Sennacherib and Hezekiah, and also that Sennacherib did invade Judah. And this prism tells us of the cities of Judah that Sennacherib took. It lists the cities by name. However, when it comes to Jerusalem, it just says Sennacherib shut up Hezekiah like a bird in a cage. He doesn't say that he took Jerusalem, which if he had, he most certainly would have boasted about. Let me assure you, because that's what the ancients did. All he says is he besieged the city, shut it up like a bird in a cage, which of course is exactly what the Bible says itself. And then there's a second amazing discovery known as the Siloam pool in tunnel inscription. This famous inscription was discovered in the water tunnel believed to have been built by Hezekiah's workmen. You can actually walk through Hezekiah's tunnel in Jerusalem today and I take groups through there. It was built to bring water into the city to survive the siege that Hezekiah the king knew was coming. The tunnel begins at the Gihon Spring and it winds its way for about half a kilometre underground. And this inscription was stolen from the end of the tunnel. All you see is a bit of a hole in the rock there today. But a friend of mine, Dr. Siegfried Horn, was working in the basement of the Istanbul Museum one day when he rediscovered this thing down in their basement. And it tells how Hezekiah's workmen started at both ends and finally joined up somewhere in the middle. And today, and of course back then, the tunnel ends at the Pool of Siloam the place where Jesus healed a man of his blindness. You see, the historical accuracy of this campaign as recorded in the Bible helps us to realize that the Bible is absolutely true. In fact, the words of the Bible itself tell us that. It says in Psalm 119 verse 60, Your word is truth. And Jesus himself said this, Your word, he said, is truth, the same words he quoted as well. John 17, verse 17. You see, you can trust this book. It's absolutely reliable and dependable. Why not read it and you will find it has tremendous help for your life today.